Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Eggs and the American Egg Board. Yes Eggs and the American Egg Board. Go to IncredibleEgg.org and watch the video on the egg farming process. It's fascinating. A little long. But still like pretty fascinating though if you ask me. Welcome to the podcast. Pennsylvania is loving it. Pennsylvania, most, uh, the state that listened to the podcast the most was Pennsylvania. You out here. You doing it, Pennsylvania. Maybe it's because Luke Brush is from Pennsylvania and a bunch of people listen to that podcast. I don't know. Today's guest is Tilly Thompson. Tilly, I need to explain this because I realized we just jumped right into it and if I didn't explain it, you'd have no idea what the hell we're talking about. She is a pharmaceutical sales rep. Inside that world, you saw the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Love and Other Drugs. You saw it. You think you know. You think you understand. Oh, I get it. I get what that's about. Tilly's probably, uh, what do they call him? I don't know. You probably got negative connotations toward her. But she's a sweetie with good intentions. Maybe there's, um, maybe it's not all bad. Maybe it's just a job. Let's hear, let's hear details with my buddy Tilly Thompson. Part that's like boring, are you gonna take it out? Mm, I think it'll be fine. I'm not, I just I've wanna know it. if there's a safe measure in case I flop. You will, you, sure, sure. I just wanna, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure, oh, yeah. I can, yeah, whatever. I've, I've, I've told, I've like recorded episodes and tossed mm-hmm. entire ones. Okay. Yeah, but you'll be. I just want to know that if I, there's a part you're like, this is really boring. Why is she talking about this? No. You'll just take it out. Yeah, I've done. I don't that. want people to think I'm a dud, you know. And that's it's so funny. People are. I'm glad. I'm glad you have this fear though. <laughs> Some people just go full on. Joe goes, you know, you don't have. It's not because I was like, you know, I'm not a comedian. And he's like, you don't have to be a comedian. He's no. like, it doesn't have to be funny. I'm like, I know that. He's like, yeah, I just don't want me to go on and start telling not. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm you like, get it. Yeah, some people, I'm glad you're not a comedian. Honestly. Comedians are exhausting people. Sure. You know. Sure. Well, they get sad a lot. They do. <laughs> they get sad. And then they're, I, th- I get exhausted with jokes. Uh, like like Joe telling and I are the same friends. jokes this whole time, or always feeling like you're on, like you always have to. That's it. Be funny. People thinking that yeah. this is a like audition. Yeah. I'm like it's for sure not. It's just you talking. <laughs> it doesn't have to right. be funny. They like bring jokes. Oh really? Or you know what I mean? They got stuff. See, in I the didn't can. even prepare any stories for this, so. You don't have to. You didn't. You know. Yeah, but okay. What was like? So you have to document everything. Everything that you yes. do. So bring every transaction has to be documented technically. So like every, if I talk to a doctor like in their office when I go see them, I'm supposed to document everything we talk about in our computer system. And by that meaning like to make sure it's on label and everything's, I don't know, I guess put in their system. What? Like your conversation? Yeah. That's relevant to selling Yeah. Drugs? It's just like a drop down list. Usually it's like, um, did you talk about the efficacy of how the drug works. Did you talk about the safety, like what you talked about? Yeah. And then you can't, I used to, like when I first started, 
be able to like, I would just keep track in my own binder, like uh, talked about the efficacy today, next time follow up on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not allowed to do that anymore. What do you mean? I don't know. Like for some reason I can't have my own, my own personal record of anything. It can't be handwritten or it can't have anything written down. It has to be in the notes. In this, for, yeah, it has okay. to be like very strict. And then they prefer like all communications not done through email or texting because then they say it's once it's written, you know, you can't ever take it back. So everything's so. Who um, prefers this? The drug company? I think it's a mix between the drug companies want everything to be like over the phone or like talking because. They don't want it on record. Yeah. Right. And they don't want it to come back get us somehow right like because a lot of times it, it's something stupid but you know it can be taken out of context right or we don't know how if you're like texting something how it's gonna be interpreted and so people can take it wrong right even my company i left the last company uh-huh is this recording it yeah oh. i can enter it if you don't if there's anything <laughs> you need taken out okay so my out. last company okay yeah, yeah um yeah. they actually recently let go a bunch of reps and managers because there was some email, like a doctor actually reached out to the rep and emailed them about um, how to code their diagnosis as whatever the disease state is. Okay. And then the rep told them what the code was. And I guess that was, you're not supposed to do that. And because everybody was on that email chain, which was like other reps and some other managers. Yeah. They all got fired. Are you serious? Yeah. Because somebody told, and that was because gave, like, the medical doctor, advice? it wasn't medical advice. It's just saying this is what the correct code is. What's but the I code? Guess I guess the code I, it would be. So say that you have, you go to the doctor because you see a rash. And okay. Like, oh, this is looks like atopic dermatitis. There's a billing code they have to send to the insurance companies in order to get it covered, like to get reimbursed. Right. Okay. Or like to get the proper medication for it because only you can only get medication that is indicated to be used for, for atopic a specific dermatitis. Code. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So, I think maybe it could be misconstrued then that the doctor is asking for the code because they wanted to use it for an off label which would be a different disease that it's not indicated for. Got it. Okay. And so by giving them so instead when the rep gave him the code like saying this is the code to use, right. it's saying use this and it will get approved, insurance will cover it. Got it. Which is Pretty innocuous, but still a crime. Yeah, everything is. It's pretty much everything is a crime. We have entire legal departments and compliance people yeah. that are monitoring every single thing we do. Would you? Is that something you would have done, not thinking about it? Probably. Could I mean, it have if been someone, you? Yeah. I mean, if somebody reaches out to you, like if it's a client, they reach out to you and they ask you a question, and you always want to help them out the most you can. Right. And so now it's just knowing what you can and can't say. And we get to do tons of compliance training every year. Oh, I bet. Hours and hours of it. Um, I even had to do, I think it was eight hours of online compliance training on how to write an email. Oh, I bet. And it was, I'm like, the stakes I, are so high. Yeah, but it's also like, put this in the subject line, put this in the, you know, like, you know, how to construct even an email. And I'm like, well, I know how to say, like, dear Mr. Smith. Right. But they even like tell you how to say that. Yeah, I so, bet every word yeah. is important. That's crazy. Yeah. So everyone just got canned. Yeah. Pretty wow. much everybody gets, if you get fired nowadays in pharma, it's mostly for compliance reasons. You just didn't, like you got you caught careful. doing something. Reps will do things either something out of compliance, which would be promoting something off label, like their drug only works for 
the flu and they're promoting it for like, hey, it also works really well with depression okay, or something like that. Okay, just like, but they're, they're being honest. But They're being can, honest because okay. like a lot of medications can be used for different things. Right. And it's, and a doctor can use it for different things. It's up to them. They can go ahead and do whatever they want. Yeah. But the pharmaceutical companies can't promote it can't or market it yeah. for that. Why would, okay, and then why would, why would someone do that? Just so they could sell more? Get more scripts. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Is that how you're, is that how you're, are you paid on the amount? Yeah, how, yes. how are you paid? I get a base salary. Okay. And then I get paid, this company, it's a forced ranking per, per semester. Yeah. So which is, you know, half a year. And then it's just based on a couple different segments of, I think it's 40% on my total volume, which is number of scripts. Here, I'm going to shut the windows. I'm going to get over it outside. There's always helicopters in this neighborhood. Yeah. We have them downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more. (laughs) We have a lot. Yeah. I've had all the time. Uh, Okay. I'm sorry. You, okay. You're paid based on... I get paid, I get my base salary, okay. and then our ranking is based on 40% of our volume. So that means like how many scripts you get. 40% is on volume growth. So the number of scripts you got like increased over our baseline, which for me is based on last year. Oh, so you got to be, not only Always do you have to growing. be good, you have to be getting better. Always getting better. And then we have um, what's called, the next 20% then is called multiple prescribers which means if a physician hits X ma- amount of scripts, yeah. you like get extra points. Bonus. Because yeah, as because like they're writing a ton. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So there's and tons then, of ways to make extra bonus Yeah, and then they cash. calculate that out and then they rank you and then based on like where you sit in the rankings at the end of the semester, they pay you out all that. Oh, so you're literally competing. Yeah, with other people in my company. Like, got it. So that's what they say is your competitors aren't really the necessarily the com- competitor drugs, right? Other but more drug company, of yeah. The person that's ranked ahead of you, who's selling a different drug than you, who is? Poten- no, that this person ranked ahead of you. No, they're selling the same thing. They're selling the same thing. You yeah, are. Yeah. So we're all. I sell this. I sell a medication. One. Okay. Med- just one. Right. And all of us that sell to the same, like we all call them dermatologists. So across the country. We're all ranked up against each other. Got it. Yeah. For and this one company. For this one company, one drug. Ye- okay. How many of you are there? About 140. 140. Yes. Interesting. And then, so you get your base salary and then you get some chunk of money based on what rank yeah. you come in. And then they'll throw in like contests every now and then. So yeah. like we had a, we're having a summer, I think the summer contest just ended because it's not summer anymore. Right. So we had a summer contest and it was like based on, they find a group of physicians that they think have the potential to be doing better. Yeah. So they add it to your list and be like, grow these people. And then it's based off growing what they previously were, how much they had written of that medication. These specific doctors. Yes. They're saying they're not prescribing enough Xanax or whatever. Right. X, Y, Z. Yes. And they say they could be because maybe they're seeing a lot of patients Yeah, or something that they like have that? like the volume for it. The God. Vo- like, it. Yeah, they have they the have patients potential. that they would see if you're doing, again, if it's, an atopic dermatitis medication they have a lot of atopic dermatitis patients yeah so they think that they could and they're writing maybe a lot of your competitors and that's competing drugs ah uh, so then they're like well why aren't we getting that business they do their research yeah so they know yeah, so we get 
how it works is every company, pharmaceutical company, we know what every single physician is writing medication wise. Yeah. Even like not just our medication, competitors and everything. We buy all the data from pharmacies. Uh-huh. So all your pharmacies, they report every medication that's filled and they sell it to the drug companies. Okay. And then drug companies can buy whatever amount of data they want. So our company buys mine and direct competitors. Right, of course. And that's, yeah. Just doing the market research. Right. Seeing what's and so then you can see it. when a doctor, like when you're talking to them, if they're using a lot of, you know, competitor B, you know, you can kind of gauge your conversation and steer it to like why, why that drug my sucks. drug is better than theirs. Yeah. And we don't, like I never, when I talk to doctors, I don't ever mention another competitor's name. I okay. don't like, I'm like, oh, you should use mine. It's better because you can't really, that's illegal too. You can't make comparison studies. You can't. So actually now it's like a new rule. There's also like besides the FDA rules, you know, which is the laws, there's also what we call pharma guidelines. Mm-hmm. So those are for companies can opt to go into the pharma guidelines. You can choose to like obey these set of rules that they made up. Okay. Um, and then, or you don't have to, but. Why um, would you? I think. Play that, by the rules that you don't have to I play. I think <laughs> because companies, a lot of them are getting in a lot of trouble with compliance, whether it's like the off-label marketing and things like that. Like if they end up having to pay like hundreds of millions of dollars to the government right. for doing that stuff. So instead they're erring on the side of super, super conservative. Safeguard themselves. Yeah. yeah. So like okay. even the last company I worked with, they had gotten in trouble and had to pay the government like $500 million. So because of that, they also were under scrutiny by the government. So they're under what's called a corporate integrity agreement. Okay. So they have to do a lot of these safeguard measures anyway because they were already previously in trouble. It's kind of like they're on probation. Yeah, they're safe. They're on watch for more And it's to make up for all the shady stuff that happened in the past. Got it. So now it's like, yeah, Yeah. we're like overcompensating. Yeah. And now it's getting to the point where it's like you can't do anything. And Really? Yeah, it's just completely different. There's a lot of companies that don't even do dinner programs at all anymore. What's dinner program? That would just be like, um, I take the group of physicians out to a dinner pro- dinner, and then we do it in a private room at a restaurant. Okay. And then they bring in a physician who is trained on the product and all of the s- slide decks that we show. Yeah. And then presents a slide presentation to the doctors while they eat. And then who pays for the dinner? So the pharma company pays for the dinner. Okay, but everything is done by the rules. It's like you can yes. pay for dinner, but it has to be very so professional. So you can pay for the dinner okay, as yeah. long as it's in this private room. That it's um, we can even can't be any doctor can show up. It can only be a doctor that is approved to write that type of medication. So for me, I can only have dermatologist. I can't have even family practice or anything like that. Yeah, just dermatologist, and then it has to be all within a certain amount of money and usually around 125 per person. Okay. Is what the pharma guidelines. This is pharma guidelines. That's this what is they not suggest. FDA. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it's 125 per person all inclusive tax and gratuity, which out in, in Los Angeles Won't is kind of difficult. Much food. Right, yeah. but like yeah. if you're in Iowa, you're like, you know, living it up at right. Shoney's yeah. or something. <laughs> Nice. So. <laughs> you could kill. You could buy out a you could, you, yeah. you could buy a Exactly. You see, yeah. It's like, you see that buffet? It's all yours. I love how you just shit on Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> the most the best <laughs> food they have is Shoney's. No, I'm sure they have great places. Cheesecake Factory, I'm sure they've got that. Yep. Yeah, everyone should. But out here, it's like 
all the doctors only want to go to the fanciest restaurants. Or right. I was like, I want to go to Mastro's and yeah. stuff like that. And they're so they're not gonna. They're probably less likely to give you the time of day. Yeah, I mean, you can't take a lot of people yeah. don't want to like. If you're working all day, you don't want to go then sit and watch a slide like a slide presentation at a cheesecake factory. Yeah, what motivation? What was okay? So previously, the motivation they would have is like to get a bomb ass meal. Yeah, it used to be a, okay. even when I first started. So my first pharma company job was about eight years ago. That company is actually no longer around. Mm-hmm. Um. I can say that name of that company. So that was do one. what you want. All right. Do what you is is entirely. So my first pharma company yeah. was named Warner Chilcott, uh-huh. and they would only hire people with like no pharma experience because we wouldn't know to question what they would tell us to do. We're like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I was there for about two years, and as soon as I left, is when like other reps started getting calls from the FBI, and they're getting their computers and all their documents subpoenaed and they had to go in and talk because of a lot of illegal activity that was going on by now, who um it was by technically i guess by the reps but, it's but because they just didn't know. on beyond yeah the direction of the company right so then the company it was like it was like a 300 page lawsuit and the company is no longer around what did that do man yeah they ended up they sold to a different company and then that company got rid of every single employee so that they didn't have any ties to any of the illegal and fraudulent activities. Oh, interesting. So like some of the stuff was when I first started again, we'd have these doctors that are paid, you know, to speak on the product. Uh-huh. But back then you didn't have to do it in a private room. So we just go to like Mastro's or SDK and there was no budget. You could spend whatever you wanted. Okay. These are like steakhouses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like really fancy ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like the best you could yeah. possibly get. Okay. I yeah. mean, even... So my job interview, I guess I, we could start with that because it's pretty interesting. And I was trying to, you know, get into pharma because I always heard you make a ton of money. So yeah. I was like, all right, I like money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who don't? Right? You Whether know? you admit yeah. it or not. Like, yeah. Instead of like working like before, I was working at this company, like going to calling on Home Depots and trying to sell them tools. Like didn't oh, really yeah. work you were out. Yeah. That, yeah. And then I was like on the side to make extra money. I had a nanny. I was like taking, I took care of an autistic kid for a while who just yeah. wiener slapped me the whole time. It was Dude, pretty for rough. real. Yeah. You got wiener slap. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't want to break was... <laughs> from topic, but explain. Okay. So when I first moved out here again, I wasn't making a ton of money for Los Angeles. Right. So I found a job. They reached out to me on care.com. So you can find people for babysitting. Right. Yep. And it ends up, I go and the parents are like, they're not famous, but they have both worked with famous bands. Yeah. Like as background people. Uh-huh. And they're really nice. And then it ends up that the kid, they're like, you know, he's autistic. Have you ever worked with anyone with special needs? I'm like, no, I've never done any of that. Yeah. And ends up he was 17 when I first started. And he was very on the severe, like, end of the autism spectrum. Like yeah. he couldn't talk. He couldn't do anything on his own. Okay. So I would take care of him. I think it was like 20 hours a week. It'd be like Monday and like Fridays after work and then all day Saturday. Uh-huh. And again, I was just not, I wasn't trained on how to like right. take care of it's probably a lot of work. special needs. Yeah. yeah. And the first, you know, week was just following, you know, him and his dad around to see like, you know, get to know him, see yeah. his schedule because he's a very, like very habitual and has to stick to his schedule. Right. Um, and he had really long hair, and he liked to like let it blow in the breeze. Uh-huh. Um, 
and I got down to the schedule. And then one day, or it was probably on the, on the second week, um, the dad came down. He's like, all right, I'm going to give, we'll call him John. Okay. I'm going to give John a bath. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, you should probably come and watch since you're going to be doing this. And I was mm-hmm. like, you what, didn't know. In? No, I was like, come again? Yeah. He's like, yeah, so call one up. And I was like, this is awkward. I mean, he's a 17-year-old kid. I think I was like 24, 23 at the time. Yeah. So I was like, it's just awkward, you know? Yeah. Um, Do the whole ritual. Then you have to like brush his hair and blow dry it and all that. Uh, you and didn't know what you were getting into. Didn't really know what I was getting right, into. Yeah. And then he's also, he was a, I'm a short person. I'm five, five, one and three quarters right. in the mornings. Um, he was like six foot tall. Okay. And I knew I was in over my head, but I didn't want to quit or say that it wasn't for me, even though I knew I wasn't capable of it. But I felt yeah. like it would make me look like I was a bad person. Like, yeah, you, you couldn't handle I mean? it. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to be like, I don't know. I wanted to help out and I just there, didn't want it to yeah. be like I was the bad person. That's a tough job. It was. And it was just a really weird situation. If you're like, you know what? Too much. Not yeah. a big it, enough human. And yeah. then it started like happening where like, yeah, he really loved to pull his his, his penis out. Okay. He, the thing is because he also, all he knew was like reactions. He could read off reactions of people. He thought it was funny. So he, yeah, I think it's because probably my reaction was like, oh, put it away. You know, you can't go running around like this. Right. And he didn't, I mean, one time I told him to put it away and then he ran up to me and pushed me off my bike. So... He doesn't like when I told him not to have it out. And then, um, yeah, he would go through these phases, though, where he could be kind of violent. And so, again, I don't know how to handle this stuff. Oh, so this like, sounds like the worst job. <laughs> yeah, I did it for two years. Oh, my but he, gosh. Um, he actually, one time at my apartment, he punched a hole in the wall. Uh. And then there was time at his house, he, like, ripped the sink out of the bathroom wall. And then he, like tried to throw a radio at me. He ended up breaking their TV, um, just things like that. And I would try and address it to the parents. And there's like, well, you know, we're trying to figure out his medication. I'm like, I understand. It's just, I am not, quali- again, I'm just not qualified for this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So did you say like, I quit? It ended up being the straw because, well, so with the wiener slap, yeah, the mushroom you gotta get, you gotta, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so what that so, was, yeah. so again, so I'd have to bathe him. Right. He just floating around in there. And when he gets out, he like uh, puts his you know foot up on the ledge of the bathtub, yeah, to dry him off. Okay. So I'm just drying him off, you know, as I do. Right. All of a sudden, I'm hearing a, you know, yeah, tapping yeah. on my head, and I feel it. And I'm like, is he like hitting me? I was like, that's weird. And I look up, and it's his penis, just slapping oh it on my, my head. Oh my He thought it was really funny. And it is funny when you look back at it if it doesn't happen to you. So disrespectful. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> if it's not you. Um, and there was even times like he would like pin me down and try and bite my boobs. And his mom walked in. Oh. And his mom was like, oh, he likes you. And I'm like, that's he not my goal. He <laughs> no, like, and, he likes you. and again, he like, he turned 18 during that time. So this is an 18 year old kid yeah. with like full raging hormones that doesn't know how to express it. You know, he has no expression or like Right. So he outlet. rapes people. Well, he I don't want to no say control. that. He was if, if sexually If I assaulting. did that to someone, people would be like, you're a fucking rapist. Yeah, like you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And it was more of like, again, I feel like- You're not supposed to do that and you're also to going do. to jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the final straw was actually, and again, the whole time my mom's like, you need to quit. Get out of there. Right. You need to quit. Um, he liked to go to the movies on Friday night and usually he would just fall asleep. But this Friday night he- um, was had his like I think they're called stems when like he would 
kind of flap his arms sometimes or he'd sit there and he'd try and like break his fingers yeah or like he really liked my eyelashes so he'd always come and he'd like mess with them right so first he was in a good mood that's a good mood thing though when okay. he's messing with my eyelashes he's in a good mood right it's kind of irritating i'm probably gonna get pink eye but right. you know he's I happy. just he's happy yeah, so yeah, yeah. go ahead no deal fondle yeah. away with the eyelashes yeah. so he does all that and then <laughs> stay away from my boobs <laughs> yeah. man it's yeah. your teeth away from right. my tits yeah yeah <laughs> keep your penis in your pants <laughs> we're all good yeah. go ahead if this go is nuts with the eyelashes, what does it. Dog. right yeah but then he started just bending his fingers back yeah. and then it, like then he just like jetted um down the aisle and there's during the previews like you know the emergency exit by right. the big screen mm-hmm. so i followed him out to make sure because it goes to an outside alley so i follow him out there and he just um starts taking off his shoes and he starts throwing them so he's in his mood and he's yeah. like Bending his fingers back. So we're sitting down on the curb, probably as far away as you and I are. So like maybe four feet. Yeah. And I'm texting his mom to let her know that we're going to head back, but I'm waiting until he calms down because it's dangerous to drive when he's like that. Mm-hmm. And um, then all of a sudden he just leans over, just lunges at me and just starts ripping my hair out. Are you kidding no, me? No, it's just like ripping out. And he wouldn't like, and I like, so I'm screaming and finally he stops, which it feels like it's been forever. And I'm just crying. I think more of like the shock of it. Um, oh and he's got like gosh. two two handfuls of hair. My head's bleeding. Um, oh so I call gosh. his mom and I'm like crying and stuff. She's like, okay, we'll come and get him. And then in the meantime, he's just like punching a cement wall. He's like trying to break his fingers. So his dad comes and gets him. Um, we get back to their house around 11 and I usually finish around midnight. And the dad, he was just like, well, um, I guess you can go home. We'll... We'll go ahead. We'll pay you for the full night, I guess. But um, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Uh, so I go home, and then of course I start feeling bad. And I'm like, you know what? It's not his fault because like the dad said, you know, it's his medication. They're when he says we'll see you tomorrow, and I guess we'll pay you for the full day. <laughs> right. Are you like, are you? I was like, of course you're gonna me. pay me for the, like. You're, oh, thank you for giving me a free hour of work. It was yeah, I was getting paid ten dollars an hour with taxes were being taken. Are out. Are you kidding? Taxes me? were being taken out too. Oh it wasn't my like gosh. the that is when you so go babysit and you get like you're like oh this is all cash under the table. Right. I, I actually had they actually taxed me for ten bucks an yeah. hour. Yeah. Oh man. So then it was um, and I thought about actually like going back in the next day on Saturday, but then I was like when I was showering, just more hairs just falling out. Oh, I was like man. no, I was like I can't like I. Felt like I had tried to quit so many times before that, but they would always be like, "Well, what if we do this for you, or what if we do this?" And like, yeah. his medications are changing, and I'm like, "It's always going to be like this." That's though. a manipulation. And thing, I think yeah. it's also because I think he, like the kid John, will say he. I think he also knew that I didn't know what I was doing. I think that you can kind of feel it. He and could like, take advantage. So he could take advantage. Yeah. Of he knew he was bigger than me. Right. You were he, like, scared. Yeah, and whereas like his other caretaker was a guy. Right. And like would. What you know wouldn't put up with anything i think there is something to that i think there people can sense weakness yeah and then they'll just that sucks though yeah and so then finally like um so I, yeah i called them and i was like i'm sorry i just i really can't yeah this isn't I, I don't feel safe anymore it doesn't make sense i'm just not qualified i think it behoove everyone to get someone that knew what they were doing right and then when i went in to get my last check they tried to convince me to stay again. And they were like, well, what if we have another guy there with you? I'm like, well, that just doesn't even make sense. Why would you pay two people right. instead of just, just have the one that's qualified? Yeah. Just do one person. 
and that's it. But even the parents, like during the day, he was with a special education teacher. She would yeah. come and like take care of him. And they even had a private chef for him because he has to be gluten free. Uh-huh. So they had a private chef for him. And then right after the daytime special ed teacher left, either me or the other guy would come until he went to bed. So really, I mean, like even the parents themselves never stepped up and never took care of him. Oh, yeah. And you were cheap. I was cheap. Yeah, real cheap. That was definitely not enough money. Oh, you you could have. You realize now you could have sued the pants off of the family and then also care.com. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Because you were assaulted. Oh, that's true. You were like, you could have pressed charges. You could have. I yeah. don't know. I'm frustrated for you. I mean, it's you. more... I guess. But your, being, like, your hair being pulled... It hurt. I, I think it it's bleeding. Yeah. It was actually bleeding. You're ripping that out was... chunks of your... That's like... I don't... I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm there was... No, out. yeah. There was a lot so of bad. stuff that happened. Yeah. But it's more of... It's not his fault. And I knew that. And it's more actually... And I still... I blame his parents, not him, obviously. I don't know. I think it's... Yeah, I get They should saying. have figured out his... Med- again, like I said, I did it for two years. They could have figured out something during that time. Because this was the entire two years. It was always... There's always something. Yeah, so, there's always some sort yeah, of reason that like it's yeah. gonna get better, but it's never gonna get right. better. Right. I mean, like yeah. after everything, he was you know throwing everything and everything's getting broken, or he'd try and run out in the street. Like I, yeah, yeah I don't really know, but I think it was to them. They thought that they were because they actually got paid money by the state because that's how disabled he was. Oh, interesting. So that's why I had to get taxed. But I think because of that, they should like. He was supposed to be actually kept in a home, like yeah. a special needs home, but they didn't want to do that to him. And I understand. I mean, I haven't been to any of them, but I'm sure they're not great. So yeah. I think that they thought by having us like caretakers watch him right. and like him living at home, that was better for him. Same time, it's like, or was it really? Or should he be around real specialists who can actually right. take care of him? Yeah, it's a tough. I mean, it's a tough position as a parent. I don't yeah, really know it what is. the answer is. I mean, is, exactly. I think until you you're got actually, shafted for sure. <laughs> until you're in that situation, you have no idea what you would do. You know. Yeah. So okay, so. So that was when I first moved like, to California, yeah, and you were over it. Yeah, okay. I did that for two years though, and then I was like, "Well, this, yeah." And that was on top of like my normal like full time job. We're like selling tools. Yes. You were not. Right. I don't know about, how. Again, yeah. that was like I got that job my last semester of college. Yeah. And then they they just told me to choose any three places I wanted to live because uh-huh. it was like they're hiring to like move people around. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I wanted to stay in Ohio because of family. Right. Um, but I said south of Columbus, I don't want to go to Cleveland, and yeah, you know. so. Fair. <laughs> Gets cold. I'm not a cold person. Uh, Gets and then, Cleveland and Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I said, or I said, if you're going to move me, move me somewhere sunny where people actually want to come visit. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I said like South Carolina, North Carolina, or Florida. Yeah. Those are all drivable. When you're in Ohio, you drive to all those places. Right. Yeah. It's fine. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, that'll be easy peasy. And then they called me to let me know I got the job. And they're like, we're moving you to Orange County, California. I'm like, that's complete opposite of what I said. But right. All right. That's sure. good news. No, yeah. it was. I was really excited because, I mean, who doesn't want to live in California? Yeah. But at the same time, they also pay the exact same whether you live in the most expensive oh, really? county in the country uh, okay. versus like, again, moving to, you know, I had uh, my friend, she got moved to St. Louis. Yeah. So you she, can like, ball out. Yeah. It was for, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was 
they paid well at that time. It was like my first job was 40,000 a year. So like for your first job out of college, that I thought I was, okay. I thought it was pretty baller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they give you a company car and all that. So I thought it was fancy. You know what? That's pretty cool. It was. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I like and they're like you're going to sell tools into Home Depot. So you're going to teach contractors how to use tools. And I'm like, uh, I mean, what about me looks like I've ever used a tool before, right. but sure. Um, and it was a cool job. Just got to go around to Home Depots and yeah, show people how to use tools. All right. So but you weren't into it? Or it you wanted good. more money? I did want more money. <laughs> That's fair. I <laughs> also, like, yeah. yeah, it is also, like, it is different as a female going into Home Depots every day. Yeah, you were you saying know? that. And weren't you saying that, like, there would be, like, a guy that didn't know shit about the tools? Yes. And then you'd be, like, like, the demonstrator. Right. I would sit there and I'd be, like, doing, and then, like, it would be, like, some new kid. And it, because he was a guy, when the contractors come up to ask questions, they'd yeah. only ask the guy and he wouldn't know, and then I'd answer it, and they'd look back at the guy for verification. I'm like, he obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. At the same time, maybe it was because, like, when we were demonstrating the torches, I was showing them how to make s'mores with the torches, whereas the other people were showing how to, like, melt copper pipe. Right. Use the torches but, first. Like, you know what? If for, we're yeah. going to do something, like, if it's because you're it, a lady, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, There's, like, this lady. I mean,. Yeah. Let's ask any man, regardless yeah. of his experience, if the lady knows what she's talking about. Right. And so, I mean, it, but it was still, it was a pretty, it was a good job. It was flexible. Right. It wasn't like, especially yeah. for, I mean, I didn't have to go into an office and it's not yeah, like it's an cool. eight to five thing. Like you get to do whatever you want. No one's checking in on you. Right. But yeah, wanted more money and wanted to do something a little like more, not glamorous, but I guess glamorous than going to Home Depot. You know, it's, it, it, what is the word? High profile. Sure. That's and, not it either. <laughs> but even if I stayed with that company, it would have just been doing that, like, well, just doing that in different levels. If that oh, makes just sense. Like, yeah, more next step, would, yeah, next yeah. step would have been going to like the Ace Hardwares. Okay. You know, so it was like, there's no end in sight. And it's not yeah. like you ever make, it's such a big, it's a Fortune 500 company. Okay. So you never end up making that much money until you become a CEO. And I feel like you have to be born into being a CEO. Yeah, Someone there's like no, will like. never be a CEO. Yeah, there's certain, it's like without a year. Yeah, control. you have to know yeah. people. You like, gotta, I just like, feel like you're strings. born like yeah. wearing a suit. Yeah, something. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. As soon as like, he's going to be a CEO. Right, like yeah. you just know. You have to be tall. Yeah, I'm chisel, sorry, like, jawline. Yeah, you just gotta you know, have the look. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you thought, so okay. So I was I like, can... you know what? I was like, I've heard about this pharma stuff. May as well try, right? Like, just see what's that, you know, if you I can apply. even get a job. Yeah, so I just started applying. And Warren Chokot was the first one. I think they even called me. And yeah. And went in the interview, killed it, Avi. Yeah. And then um, for the last inter- part of the interview is I have to follow another rep for the day. Just, you know, see what the day-to-day Shadow is like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I do that. And all it was is like, felt like we were just dropping off treats to offices so it's pretty great you that's know, really like, what it, that's what it, you were doing <laughs> yeah just cupcake delivery um well it started off actually with some orange juice and donuts okay and then you know like so the morning offices would get the breakfast stuff right and then you do a lunch in an office because a lot of times like when you go into a doctor's office they're busy obviously i mean as you know as a patient you're always going in and they're always behind Right. So they don't want to take time out to, you know, talk to reps. So a lot of times the only way we can actually like have real discussions with the doctor is during lunch. Okay. So we do, I think we did a lunch that day. And then um, 
I had to follow a different rep that night and go to a dinner. Okay. And so the hiring manager called me. He's like, you're going to Mastro's Steakhouse in Beverly Hills. And I was like, okay. He's like, You didn't know it? No, I had no idea. All right, yeah. And he's like, you know what that is, right? And I was like, no. He's like, okay. Um, it's a nice steakhouse. Have you, it's like, a, have you ever heard of like Fleming's? And I was like, no. Don't he's know. like, Morton's. I was like, no. He's like, okay, what Outback. about? <laughs> yeah, he's like, pretty much. He was, that's actually because he was like, what about Ruth Chris? And I was like, right. oh, I've heard of it. There's right. one in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I mean, I've never been, but yeah. I've heard of people that would go there. Yeah. And he was like, well, what's the nicest one you've been? I was like, Outback. And then yeah. Yeah, that's what, and he was like, okay, well, you're in for a real treat tonight. Then he's like, um, get dessert. If I hear you don't get dessert, you're not getting the job. I was like, no problem. What? So I guess Wait, who told you that? The hiring manager. I think it was a joke, I'm guessing. But pretty much, I think he wanted me to get the full experience. I think he was also trying to sell to me, you oh, know, to like he get knew me, like, you, you know, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think they knew they're already, they were going to hire me. Right, so it was yeah. at the end of the thing. Um, and so, especially if they're going to take the time out to have me follow another rep, they mm-hmm. like knew they were going to hire me. as more of now at that point, I think they wanted me to want to accept their job Got offer it. and not go yeah. somewhere else. So, like, yeah, that's I go a good to, sign. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I go to Mastro's and like they bring out this giant seafood tower, which is like they have it on dry ice. So it's just like smoke everywhere. It's this whole like it's a production. It's a thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm with some of the, like the smartest doctors in the state. On at that time it was for there was a GI doctor mm-hmm. and like. They're the head people at Cedars. And so they're all like really smart and stuff. But it was, at that time, it wasn't a lot of like actual medication talk back then. And that's why this is the company that did go under. It was mostly just like, we were having a party. It's a night out. And yeah. You know, everybody, when I was with that company, there would be doctors that would order, you know, like Cristal, like champagne and stuff. Or like, yeah, I had a counterpart. She went, did one dinner. It was 10 people. I want to say it was like $4,600. Yeah. Things like that. So there so, was no regulation whatsoever. No, at that and, time, like, there, I think it's, it's right when the government, like everything started changing. Okay. But that company hadn't yet. And they would tell us, like, if it was something that I thought was illegal based on things I had heard, I was like, well, isn't that, are we allowed to do that? And they're like, well, yeah, of course. Like, we are, our company is based in Ireland. We don't take any money from the U.S. government. So we have no regulations. And to me, that made sense. It right? sounds legit. It sounds legit. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, oh, okay, you're right. That yeah. makes sense. Or um, so like most branded medications, and this is something everybody should know, branded medications for the most part, if you Google it, will have a copay card that will help you like bring down your copay. Right. So even if you, because like to me, even if it's only $25, you can use a copay. Like for me, I have a migraine medication I yeah. take. I think it was only going to be like $25 or something like that, but the copay card makes it only $4. Yep. So it still saves you money. Right. So, um, but those savings cards can't be used for cash patients and they can't be used in any government programs like Medicare and Medi-Cal because they already get subsidiaries through the government. Right. But our company, they would tell us to go and advertise it, like have everybody use this for cash. Just have them say they're a cash patient and they had some loophole through it. So even if they were Medicare, they were using it for cash. And again, they told, so then what their reasoning behind that was because they said, your, it's your choice to use or not use your insurance. You okay. pay for your insurance. Like, it doesn't mean you have to use it. It's your choice if you want to go to the doctor and right. not use it. I'm like, that makes sense too, right? Like, why would I have to use my insurance? So they were wanting people to use cash to pay yeah, for their medication? Yeah, because for Medicare patients especially, 
because Medicare wouldn't be able to use those savings cards otherwise. And so that medic, a lot of medications aren't branded medications aren't approved for Medicare. Oh, it's mostly like generics. Okay. Got it. So they would, it was mostly like the Medicare patients that they would have say that they were cash, not Medicare. Got it. And then they would get it for like a super low price. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Which is illegal. Right. Very illegal. But they, yeah, because you don't mess with the government. That's one thing. And like in the lawsuit, it pointed that out big time. It's like, that was the main focus of it. It wasn't necessarily all the illegal, like those drug, like the dinners. Right. Um, I think to them, it's like, you're taking the don't do it, money. but whatever. But right. when you're messing with the government, and yeah. I think, so in the lawsuit, there was some, there was like a doctor, I want to say he was in like Michigan and he was a paid physician, like to train people on that product. Yeah. Instead, when he would do these big dinners, he would do it for like other big group offices and it would be about like on Medicare, but it's basically about, so it was not even about the drug at all, which is illegal. You're it was how to, to manipulate it. Medicare? Yeah, it actually oh. was. So it was about how to like, de- like get, I think the title was like, obviously not like how do you fraud Medicare. Uh, yeah, how do you fuck over but the it was, Yeah, like yeah. how do you screw the government? It yeah. was something instead it was like, how do you maximize medicare reimbursements like the amount they get reimbursed by the government for their patients that's, that's so funny. yeah i mean they awarded it in the way do you think instead, he realized like he knew what he was doing yeah he did oh, he yeah. knew this was sketchy that was his choice he wanted to do those programs because then he wanted those offices to refer patients that they couldn't like manage to got him. it um, and he, could and he wanted to be like that specialist got so it. i think that yeah. they said that he made it was like just off that company like almost four hundred thousand dollars that year just on like payments because when he does those dinners yeah that company has to pay him got it so it was like all that kind of stuff right and then it was just things like that or like they would at that company but mean to, to you you like somebody explained it in a way that you yeah thought, that you're oh, just like this yeah know what i didn't and like again you're that young. was in a yeah. different state right. i didn't have any doctors that were doing that right. but it was it was the medicare stuff right. or they would tell reps um to go and fill out prior authorization forms to get the drug approved, yeah. which is out of HIPAA compliance. You okay. know, like, because then that would be like, they'd give me your chart file. And then you take care of it? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, you can't have someone else. I never, I I will say I would never once did that. Mostly because I knew that was illegal. Cause I'm like, that does not make sense. I should have right. access to everybody's You could have looked at their chart. Yeah. They're handing you yeah, the chart. I could have been say, like, oh, okay. Joey's had these STDs? Right. Oh, hey, shoot. Right. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> not, not this, not you, Joey. Right, of obviously, course. yeah, yeah, but yeah. So it'd just be like, but it was weird because they would have, they would let rep, and then the, it was also weird though because the offices were giving them to the reps, and it's like offices know they can't do that, but they didn't want to do the work, like the paperwork. So they're like, whatever. Really? Yeah. So, but oh that company, gosh. that's why they're gone. Just sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they ended up settling too, um, for like 125 million. That's which was yeah. So they really want they it's so it's the government that really wants to punish you for screwing them over. Well, yeah, they yeah, don't it. like that. They don't yeah. like that. That's one thing that I have really learned is don't mess with government stuff at all. Interesting. Medicare, Medi-Cal, like that's just don't mess with it. They don't mess around. Yeah. They'll make you suffer. Yeah, because even well, even there's very specific about how they want everything to be managed and like with their patients and the medications they can be on. So even. Um, a lot of companies, like the past couple of companies I've worked for, we give out a lot of free medication for people, like the impoverished people who can't afford it because, uh-huh. you know, it's a serious, um, I do drugs for psoriasis, right. which doesn't, you know, a lot of people think it's just like a 
rash, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's a auto in, almost an auto-inflammatory disease or autoimmune. It is an auto-inflammatory disease. So it's a lot of like internal uh, stuff that's going on. It's more than on. the skin. Yeah, yeah. That, like ha- down the road, they end up having a lot of health complications. Okay. Um, so we want, and then again, like I've worked for now a couple of competitors in this same space and the companies like they want these patients to get better. So they'll, you know, we don't get, I don't get any credit for a patient that gets it for free. Okay. So, but like, I want people to get better. I want people to, if it, you know, to get something that's going to help them out. Right. So like our company, if you're like mine right now, if you're commercially insured, we say like 99.9% will get it for free. But then it's usually, they're not the ones that need the help. It's the cash patients and Medicare. So for cash patients and Medicare, we have a separate foundation um, that they have to apply to and they have to make under a certain income level. Uh-huh. Because otherwise, like with Medicare, we're not allowed to give them free medication unless they have these certain like really strict guidelines. And right. That's because the government won't let us. Like our company, we would give it to anybody for free if we could. Why? But the government won't let us. Because they want the patients to get better. And they want them to be on it. And then it kind of, if more people end up going on the medication, then more people end up, like then you'll get the commercial, commercially insured patients as well. Oh, so you're you know trying I mean? to get you're trying to get money and from insurance of, companies. Yeah, ultimately, we want the insurance. Like, yeah, got to it. Pay so out. if you don't have insurance, like, fine, we'll get the money from yeah, someone that does exactly. have insurance. Okay, yes, I understand. Because like they're not, I know, like I think pharma companies get a bad rap, and obviously, yeah. like, there's going to be a few bad people here and there. You know, that's in any industry in any situation. Right. There's bad people. Yeah, bad right? people are bad. They're going to take gonna, advantage of a system. They're whatever gonna, like, systems in People place, get yeah. greedy. They do like start to do one thing, and they notice like they got away with it, and they right. keep doing that stuff, but. And also just with pharma companies, it, they are, obviously it's a company, like we're in a capitalist society. Yeah. They're trying to make money. Of course. Every industry is. Yeah. Um, but I think they get a bad rap then for when these other, you know, I think there was the EpiPen situation. What happened there? Like the CEO, I guess, had jacked up the price of an EpiPen from like, like 7,000% or something. It was oh, like was some it like the crazy, Martin Shkreli thing? No, that was no, a different that one. That was different. But he okay. was all, again, same but thing. also the same right, thing. It was right. like, they see that um, they have this market with this unmet need. Right. And so they jack up these prices. But on the one thing with the EpiPen is that that is the branded version. You have a choice to not get that. So like when the patients were complaining about like all this price being high, do agree like, yeah, they made it too high, but they had a choice to go for the generic. But people don't want the generic because it's a syringe. Like you have to self-inject yourself. Oh. The EpiPen is a fast, you know, like just auto-inject. Stab yourself. yeah, Yeah, it just goes and it's out. Right. So, like, patients want the luxury of having a branded medication without having to pay a branded medication So, if you're price. desperate enough, you'll just inject it into your skin. Right. Or into your but, I mean, like, again, and I'm not agreeing with how they, you know, the price raises that they did. You're saying there was an alternative. Yes, there is an alternative, right, though. Yeah. That a lot of, you know, like, when this stuff's coming out, it's like, well, you got to look at both ends. Yeah, people like a story, though. Yeah. They like a bad guy. Yeah. So, in reality, it's like, there is an easy option, but people want to hear, oh, yeah. there's an evil pharmaceutical And, I mean, company. even, in, like, the companies, you got to, like... Look at because the medications that the last few ones I've sold they're called biologics, so they're really expensive to make. They're not single molecule little pills that are just manufactured by robots. Okay, they're actual fully human monoclonal antibodies. So like they're scientists mixing like little things like, specifically for yeah. one individual pill. They're not they're not pills. What um, is it? Well, the last one was biologic as an injection. What's so, it for? Psoriasis. Oh, it's for psoriasis. Right. And then, Whoa. Um, I mean, like, then the one I have now, it is a pill, but it's also for psoriasis. 
but they are made a lot more complex. Like than, man hours. Like, putting yeah, them. they're okay. not just made like aspirin. But even, I think it's one in 13 chemical po- compounds actually become a medication for sale. But okay. Like every single one of those medications, and if you have 13 of them, cost on average, it's like millions of dollars to even right. start to, to like, like do. And like a lot or, of medications yeah. you don't know until you're out of like, and out of the phase two studies, and by then you've spent so much money. But that's why like drugs are also like the branded ones are priced higher because you have to overcompensate then for all those drugs that didn't make it. Yeah. So all the research and everything that goes into it, whereas in the generics, all they have to do is replicate copy. Yeah. Copy all the they research. Do is steal what the research is, you know, what the scientists know. Right. Take one pill and yeah. reverse engineer. And like, okay, yeah. this is what you get. And then even with generics, so they're not like a lot of people think. And they're sold to as this is the exact same thing. They're not? No. Interesting. Yeah. So generics are actually, they have a leeway, a window of 20% both. It can work that much more 20% or that much less 20%. The effect is effectiveness. The effectiveness okay. because they have that window. And then not only that, that's only for the active ingredients. So then all the filler, you know, like the rest of the pill that like the white tablet Just itself, yeah. it can be whatever they want it to be. So you could be allergic to an ingredient in there or like it could be like, who knows? Sugar. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like it's just the active ingredient that has that window. And I think of it as like I take birth control. Uh-huh. Do I want my birth control to be 20% less, less effective? Right. Right. I Because it could be. Okay. Got it. So you could. But it could and be 20% even, more. It could be more effective. Yeah. But then that's also with birth, birth control. That's playing with your hormones. Do you want that to be like messing with your hormones even more? And right. then in that case, it changes the side effect profile. But who's to say what ratio of effectiveness is perfect? Well, that's what they don't know. And a lot of generic medications are made overseas. Oh, so a lot okay. of them are made in like India and China. And there's not the regulatory affairs over there that we have. They don't have the FDA. So like oh, medications really? are made in the U.S. And then we have like all these people that will come and they will make, you know, you do random checks on the facilities that are being made in. Yeah. all the time like it's very like monitored and they're really strict about it but when they're made overseas they don't have control of what's made overseas right so they don't have like these people coming in and checking on them all the time and if they do get someone to check on them it's a scheduled visit so they know that you know like if you know like if you knew someone's gonna come over and be like you're gonna put the grade. best stuff forward yeah. yeah um so there's even like a couple years ago there were some generics that were being made and like they get made in these big glass vats Okay. And one of the glass vats shattered and they knew, but they didn't do anything about it. Just picked them up. Yeah. They, no, they slept on the medication and they continued doing it. And then they marketed those medications and then like they got in trouble when they got caught. Okay. But they didn't get shut down. So you're selling us on name brand drugs. <laughs> well, they're the ones that are putting forth all the money in the research for them. Right. And for the most part, the studies have been done on that specific drug. So we know... The side effect profile. Right. I so can't like, tell you about the you know, generic, but I can tell you about. Yeah, like the Lexapro. I read yeah. all the package inserts that come in any medication. Uh-huh. So like you know, I know what to expect. Whether it's like some weird side effect, like I don't know. Yeah. Um, and with generics, again, like because they have the similar active ingredient, they kind of copy the same, like the package insert. Right. But this, they don't have the same level of studies that are being done. They'll just tell for you the safety. side effects for the regular. Yeah, for the yeah. regular. But then yeah. if they're not using the same ingredients for the filler, how can you have the same side effect profile? Right. They so, don't. But they have yeah. the same active ingredient, so it's all the same. Right. That's interesting. That's Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. And even, especially now it's getting with these 
medication. I was saying that I do like the biologics. Uh huh. They, like I said, they're very like it's very intricate in how they're made. And there was recently a drug that they were going to make what they call them biosimilars. It's going to be like the generic of the biologic. Uh huh. And this was a biologic. That I think we'll say it was supposed to increase blood, red blood cells. Okay. So then they switched the manufacturing plant because they're getting prepared to go to a bios, like the generic version. So it's a brand new thing, but they had it set up to the T the way it was, the brand name was made. Okay. But then all of a sudden these patients, instead of increasing the red blood cells, it's lowering them. And they're like, well, that's weird. Like what's going on? And right. they follow the manufacturing process. Like, I don't get it. Everything's the exact same. Came down to the rubber stopper on the end of the injector. Oh. It was like messing with the ingredients in the actual medication. So it was the the um, the way it was. Yeah, it was just like a, yeah, was it was just somehow like the a rubber stopper at the end of this needle was doing that. Do you have to pay to get your generics approved though? I don't. I think generics are approved. What do you mean? Like okay, so you oh, gotta do all this. Gover- um, so you've all this like regulation for your right. brand name, and it takes forever, tons of money, all that, and then. Wouldn't the wouldn't the generic have to go through the same like rigorous test testing to make they sure they don't that go through the same testing? I know that, but I don't know exactly what they pay. Huh? It's to, just like, significantly. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, that makes sense though, because if they can reverse engineer it, it's gonna. Yeah, be they're not similar. paying like all the scientists to do all the studies on that chemical po- compound, it. so it's different. They know, you know? it's gonna be approved because it's so similar right. to the one that did. That makes sense. Yeah, it's not the same. I just know it's not the same. Like they're what they go through is. Completely different. It's pretty like, yeah, they just going to steal it and be like, see, like, theirs works. Obviously, ours does. Right. And that's right. it. It's close enough. Yeah. So close that it's the same. Right. <laughs> that's interesting. So, but when you go to a doctor mm-hmm. and you're trying to sell your drug, a lot of times don't, it's up to me as the patient when I go into the, when I go to the, um, fill my prescription, they'll ask me, do you want the generic? Yeah. So doesn't it come down to the pharmacist? Really? Kind of. Yeah. It's, so there's like a few things with that. Like before I was in pharma and I would go to the, yeah, if I'd go to the pharmacy and like, oh, but this is going to be this much money. But if you get the generics, the exact same, you right. get it for like $5. I'm like, well, obviously I'll go with the $5. Yep. But then like really there's a couple of things. Like I think there was a study that was released that said that pharmacists were like one of the top professions, like our top people and professions um, to be trusted. But they have a goal too. They actually have a goal. Like they should be trusted, or people just no people do people trust them. Um, But they have a goal, like the CVSs, the Walgreens, the Rite Aids. Okay, their goal is to get generics out the door. They make the most money on generics. Why? Just the markups. That's the markups they get. So their goal is like a couple years ago, CVS or Walgreens. Like their goal was ninety eight percent generics out the door. Like so, they don't want to fill brand names. Yeah, it's more expensive for them to carry on the shelves, and they don't sell like. They get generics for super cheap because they buy them these massive bulk, you know, quantities. Right. So their goal is to get those out the door because they have high, high profit margins. They got it. That makes sense. Yeah. So they're so even so though it's cheaper, they, it's just yeah. yeah and okay. sometimes the price that they're going to tell you because I used to do this like sometimes with one of my medications I sold an um, acne medication. It was an antibiotic for acne. Uh-huh. And I would go to get it filled at the pharmacy, and I'd say like, I want the brand name. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll give you the brand name. And then um, they would call me like, oh, actually, we're out. And they're like, so we're going to give you the generic. And I was like, I don't want the generic. I want the brand name. Right. I was like, order it. I mean, that's you're a pharmacy. That's like right. what you're supposed to do. You yeah. know, you order that. So they're like, oh, well, it's going to take a while. And I was like, okay, how long does it take? It doesn't take a long time, by the way. You know I mean, this. You can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And like, um, they're like, first they told me it was going to be a couple of weeks. And I'm like, really? I was like, I thought that the pharmacy manager, don't they usually place these orders and you're trying to get them in? Right. Like within the next day, you can actually have them. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, you have to wait till tomorrow then. I'm like, okay, I can wait until tomorrow. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they shortened up the time right. that fast. And then I go to get it. And um, I said, okay, this, they're like, I was like, this is, uh, or they said, oh, do you want to talk to the pharmacist about your prescription? Do you have any questions? I was like, no, this is the branded blah, 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 right? Yeah. And they're like, yes. I said, okay, I'm good. Go outside, get my car, and they gave me the generic anyway. No way. Yeah. What'd so you pay then, for? It was this, like, like I said, most branded medications have those savings cards. Right. So it was actually. It would have been the same. It would have been, yeah. Okay. Um, so I go back in and then. They're like, oh, well, it was going to be really expensive. And then I was like, but I had this savings card. And like, oh, it doesn't work or something. Like, they would. And they even were really as, going to yeah, great lengths like, to sell you. Even as a yeah. rep, I've gotten these phone calls. And like, the patient's saying it's going to be like $1,300. And I'm like, that's not even the cash price. Like, that's not even that's possible. That's more than. Yeah. So the I doctor, mean, like, we'll first, say the yeah. cash price. If you like, were buying this brand, like this one antibiotic, this brand of antibiotic, the cash price would be like $600. We get these crazy prices that the pharmacies would tell these patients because they don't want them to choose. They're trying to deter them from yeah. buying. And it. nobody yeah. even pays six hundred. I think our savings card made it ten dollars. So Yeah. There's they lying. Just, yeah, just lying. It was so frustrating. Um That's and then, pretty common? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we find that's why like out here there's a lot of I and I even told my mom who lives in Ohio still, because she's on she has fibromyalgia, so like she has a lot of expensive medications. So I had to find like a local, like small pharmacy, like a, we call them like mom and pops or like compounding pharmacies. Mm-hmm. And I found one for her right by her. And then like they'll, those like they're ran by real people that care about people that come in. They're not trying to, you like, know, make, yeah, just, they're not yeah. trying to like, they want what's best for you as a patient and they care about you. And so they actually like help my mom out, like figuring out paperwork to get some of her medications for free. Right. Or, like they will research and get her the best price possible and like actually find those savings cards for her mm-hmm. and apply them for her. Yeah. Versus like a Walgreens or something. Yeah. We'll so try like to out here we try and money. find yeah. what we call specialty pharmacies and they'll usually it's better service. Like the doctor can just call in or fax in however they want. They just send the prescription to that pharmacy and they'll ship it directly to your house. You never even have to go stand in line. Oh wow. Yeah. And it's all free. Okay. Just, and they'll make it for the better price. Like they'll always give you the best price that they can find. Huh? They use like all the savings cards and stuff that the companies have to make sure that you do as well. So like out here, they're looking out for you, but yeah. like, okay, well, that's good. That's interesting to know. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, generics, people know exactly what that means. And then also they know what incentive pharmacists have, or like, you know, big pharmacists yeah. have to push the generics right. and what lengths they'll go yeah. to. And even, I mean, I have, I guess I've been pretty lucky because the last couple of medications I've had haven't had any generics. I haven't really thought about it in a few years. Why don't they have generics? They're new. So like when you first come oh, out, you get it. like, you know, you have your patent. So like you get How to have your patent. How long does it stretch for? I don't couple know if they're all the same or they're different. Okay. I think the drug I was with, um, the last company I was with, I think their patent was 13 years long, but their patent expired the end of last year and there's still no biosimilar out because they're fighting like... They have like a hundred different patents on their medication. Oh, so they're really trying. Yeah, to I mean it's because so, yeah. it's the old company is the number one drug in the world of all time. So yeah, in like sales. So obviously they don't want to lose a single bit of that. It's a big market share, right? So yeah. they're like, we will not let this generic come out, and the, not so like they have been. They have like yeah, just fight any 
but it yeah, preemptively saying, yeah. yeah, nobody else is going to solve. Yeah, so I think yeah. from what I've heard, like they're like they're probably going to be fine until like twenty twenty two or something like that. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, that's okay. That's wait, that's the psoriasis medication. Yes. Okay. I mean it, that one does like I think has ten different disease indications it works for. Oh no way! But I only I only call on dermatologists. Like that's all. I, that's pretty much that's only who I've ever called on. Okay. So, what's that? What's that? What's your day to day like? So I wake up. Okay. You know, sometimes I shower. All right. Depends. You know. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it depends. Oh, today Joe made pancakes. Oh, good on him. No. All right. Oh. Oh my gosh! I did not know they could be so bad. They were like he said that because they were special, like protein. Yeah. Pancakes. Yeah. Well, there I mean, you he go. tried. Yeah. He tried. He put them in like healthy. sliced bananas. Oh, they were so gross. I had it like, I drank this whole thing of water because I was like swallowing it whole. And I was like, it was like being a kid again when you have to like, when your out. parents yeah. are like forcing you to eat something you really right. don't like. If you love them, you'll eat his pancakes. I did. Yeah. And I ate them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but usually, like, yeah. So I, I'm pretty lucky again that I don't have like anybody being like, you be, gotta be at, be somewhere by this certain time. Right. There's no office. So yeah. I just try like, a lot of offices don't open until nine mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and usually my face is not the first thing they want to see in the morning. They want to like get their day going. Right. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will schedule like a breakfast with an office and then, you know, just like, cause like I said, it's pretty hard to get actual like time to talk to a doctor or anybody right. during the day. Um, but yeah. So I just, I try and get into my first office between like nine and 10. Okay. And then, um, yeah, then it's just going to, like, I go into a doctor's office. I get to hang out with the staff for a bit. We talk about, like, any changes in, like, insurance plans, like, what's covered, things okay. like that. Talk about, like, if they usually bring up, like, oh, we had this patient call and they're concerned about this. Or, like, this patient can't get their medication, insurance is denying it, things like that. So I help them Concern. out. But these are people that are already prescribing your medication. Um, well, I call on all dermatologists whether they prescribe my stuff or not. So I want okay. my goal is to get them to, like, to share the knowledge of the medication right. the best way possible so they can find an appropriate patient to put them on. Okay. So if they have, since my drug is for psoriasis, if they have a patient come in with psriasis, I want them to think like, is this patient a good candidate for this medication? But Just if they be don't well know, informed. yeah, because yeah. okay. like they don't know all the ins and outs of it and stuff or um, some of the side effects, like I don't want, you know, we have our common side effects and then if there's something that's different or severe form i have to be able to fill out the adverse event stuff and report that to fda okay but you basically like the day-to-day is talking to doctors you get a couple minutes with them at most right and just about like new data that comes out different patient types Mm -hmm. and just short sales pitches yes okay are they pretty responsive to this yeah I think for the most part, because um, you a, bring in donuts, or do you think they're generally? <laughs> no, like, I mean, I I think it's different because I have been in this. I've had the same territory, so I've had like the same doctors for like eight years. Okay. So, I mean, at this point, they're my friends. I'll, I'll go to their weddings, I go to their baby showers, wow. birthdays, you know, things like that. So. So you just you're mainly doing mostly, the same route. I, I, yeah, I feel like I'm just hanging out with friends all day. Got it. Just I just happen to get paid a lot of money to do it. And so then, you're getting paid a lot of money because they're prescribing your drug yeah because i think it's um because i'm friends with them they'll give me like they'll give me time to talk to them about my product or they give me like 
they trust what I say because I've been in the industry for so long now mm-hmm. that they like they know what I'm going to tell them isn't some like crap. I don't make anything up. I'm very real right. with them. Like I understand that any medications I've sold, including the one I'm doing now, not every no medication works 100% of the time for right. every single patient. Yeah. Not every patient should be on the medication that I'm selling. Yeah. So I think that they know that I'm not going to just like, I don't just want the scripts. I want the appropriate patient. Right. It's long game. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is Tilly. We know her. Yeah. If anything goes wrong, she'll be here. She's very well educated on her. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm not going to lie to them and be like, just, I'm not just being like, hey, you need to put every single psoriasis patient on this. Right. That's just not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you did, it'd be a short game. Right. Interesting. So yeah. So the- that's why like I get, um, I think the last couple companies, like they've actually came, come to me like this one was a competitor of my last one so yeah. they wanted me because like they already you're connected yeah interesting and then they want to steal me away from that company yeah because i have all the relationships and then they want they yeah new. that's what your value is right it's just being and that's cool actually why, and knowing yeah. yeah so like joe and i we've talked about moving we've even thought about maybe moving back to ohio just because like it's sometimes it's hard being that far away from family especially right. as they get older and stuff but for me, it's just hard for me to get a job in a different area yeah. because that's what my value is, is like my value is my relationships. Yep. It's like, you know, the old school Rolodex. It is. You know. Salespeople. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, they want you to carry your clients with you from yeah. job to job. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's, it's funny because that's it. It's like the trust, like the economic value of trust yeah. is pretty insane. Because if you got it, because it's all these people that can vouch for you and be like, oh, yeah, they, yeah. that faith that there like, have been yeah. even like some offices, I right? Like I get I want to say I get treated like a normal rep. Like if it's an office I didn't know very well, right. and, like I go in, I just get treated like I was any other rep. But then yeah. I usually will then find out who that doctor's friends with because they're all these, you know, yeah, small, you're dermatologist, community. All small yeah. communities. Yeah. I just find out who they're friends with and then have them hook me up, you know, just. Yeah, people know people, yeah, and if exactly. you're, and I mean, if you're a piece of shit, it goes the same way. Exactly. It's so like, it's all about oh networking. no, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's interesting though. That is cool though that you have that kind of realization that like your own value and it's how much nothing, it's worth. It's what I've learned actually. What actually, do you mean? <laughs> I, I feel mean, like it's super no, valuable. It is, but I mean, only it doesn't here in transfer. Los Angeles. It just exactly. doesn't. Yeah, your credits, your right. good faith so credits. So I talked yeah. to my manager last week, and I was just like, you know, my career, like eventually I want to become a manager myself and stuff. Yeah. And then I would be able to move somewhere else. But in the meantime, I was like, yeah, I mean, I have no about, I was like, what else am I qualified yeah. for? Hey, you know what though? You, you could be in a worse place to have good well, connections. I know. <laughs> you could have no, low know. friends and low places. Right. In a, no, and yeah. I'm very grateful. And I love, I mean, I, I really do like my job a lot. I know a lot of people like, you know, there's a lot of people that want to get into pharma and it's really, it's hard to now. Cause now it's like every company, it might just be, in general, like it seems like most companies now, they're like, well, you you have to have experience, right. you know, to work. And it's like, well, how do you ever get experience if no one will give you experience? Right. I think I just got lucky that I got in with a pharma company early on. Yeah. But yeah, because it's pretty hard to. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, that's. I mean, everyone to a degree. I mean, it's like, what is it? Luck is opportunity plus action. Yeah. Is that it? I don't think so. I I've said never it heard wrong. It um but it's whatever it is is what you did okay you uh, know you make your own you, luck okay you gotta I look can, for I the opportunity with... sure you know and you gotta yeah. make it happen for yourself that's true but i mean even i have 
met a lot of very interesting, we'll say doctors, um, that they're like, how is that even real? How do they get to be a doctor? Really? Like, even when I first started, there was a doctor and he was doing, um, he was an OBGYN. Mm-hmm. He was doing like lasers. I guess it's like vaginal tightening. I don't uh, know. Okay. Something with lasers that he'd be down in the lady area. All right. And then I guess he was like using the laser to actually write his signature inside the I've cervix. I've heard about this guy. Yeah. So, and he said it's because like, it's like, well, Picasso signs his art. Michelangelo signs his art. He's like, I <gasps> am signing my art. But he got caught because like the nurse, like one of his nurses found out he was doing it. And it's like, uh-uh, that's not cool, man. And then like they, I think they ended up like having to do like set up a video or something to catch him. Catch him. Yeah. Engraving a cervix. Yeah. Gross. I mean, there's just been like, I have doctors who I've had to bring my manager in because there was this doctor who wouldn't stop trying to kiss me. No. And he's, yeah. Like, and he's very, he's like really high volume. And it's like one of those, it is one of those power play things. Cause like, you, like, what am I supposed to do? And so I'd always like try and avoid it. And he'd always try and pull me to sit on his lap and like. Yeah, it was, really? it got to a point, like, I'm not a touchy person anyway, okay. but I feel like I can usually handle myself, you know, like, brush things off or whatever, yeah. like, keep them at a distance, but, it, like, nothing that I did was working, like, he'd always come in for that, like, a big, wet, sloppy kiss. On the mouth? No, I'd always churn, so at least it'd only get my cheek. Right. And then, yeah, it was just, I can't remember, he would bring me gifts back when he would go on trips. Oh, man. Uh, but not even good ones. Like, if you're any Give me a gift. Give me something good. Yeah. And he wanted me to go to Tibet with him for two weeks. Because he would actually take, um, he takes other reps sometimes on like vacations. Yeah. It's like, I mean, females. He's married too. But he, <laughs> um, oh, man. but I was like, I'm not putting myself in that situation. Like I'm smart enough. You not still to do go, that was stuff. he still selling your drugs? He, he's a doctor. Right, but he was like, oh, he was, still, he was sorry, writing prescribing. A ton. Yes, he wrote. Like, oh, a so ton. you were still giving like him the lot. time of day coming into the office. So then that's because, why I brought yeah. my manager in because I'm like, how am I supposed to handle this? Like, right. And I told him, like, he knew the situation. He's like, it was really bad that even other officers were like, oh, you're going to come in one day and he's going to have raped you. And I'm like, well, that's not funny, but thank you. Yeah. Um, so I brought my manager in, and then the doctor's just like, I need to talk to Tilly in my office, and just slams the, doc- the door in the- my manager's face, who was a guy. Yeah. And, um, Tried to like kiss me and then was just like, you know, talking with our, I don't know. He used to, he used to like put pictures up all over his office. Like you would, even as a patient, you could walk down and he's just got collages of girls in bikinis and stuff. And he's like, her boobs, I paid for them. Those boobs, I paid for them. Like yeah. this whole thing. And then I leave and I told my manager, I'm like, okay, so this is what just happened. Right. I was like, we got to, you know, what are we doing? He's like, well, shoot for that many scripts a week, I'd kiss them. Like, okay, so. Yeah, I mean, I know I like what you're cool. saying, but there is that point. Like, so you're still trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. You're still not writing him up because he is pushing right. a lot and so, of Right, but like, because yeah. that will, if I don't call on him anymore, he's so high volume that I will tank. Like, I will be at the bottom of the rankings and I will be put on like what we call, um, it's called a PIP. It's like a, I don't know what it stands like for anymore. probation type It is. Thing. It's like you're yeah. on, like, they give you these certain metrics that you have to, you have, like, a three-month probation period. Right. All these things you have to hit. And pretty much it just means, like, you got three months to find a new job because you're getting fired. Yep. So you got to like, protect your livelihood. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so either I'm going to get to the bottom of the rankings, I'm going to tank. Right. And not make any money, like mm-hmm. my bonus, or, like, figure something out. Yeah. And it got to a point, so now, like, where he actually started dating and hooking up with this other, like, a competitor rep. Still married? Yep. Okay. Um, but he would at least, uh, 
now I don't actually call on him anymore as a client. I did go and see him though a couple months ago because you always got to keep your network alive. Yep. Um, but it's different now too. Like he actually treats me like a business person now because he realizes I'm not going to ever, there will never be anything more than that. But he actually like, um, I've heard other reps have told me that he says that I'm a savant of reps. Okay. I don't know what that means. But I know that they said it was a good thing. Something oh, yeah. Something about, like, he said, I'm like... A natural. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. I didn't know that's what he yeah. meant. But he said, like, you know, for the most part, I like to think that my offices know that they have any issues, like, take care of them right away and, like, help them. So he sees you as a professional there. now? Yeah. Not just, like, yeah. bare boobs and mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. There's just been... Yeah. There's just some... Like, when I... Like, doctors asking me, like, if I'll pay for a hotel room for them, if I'll, like, pay for their birthday parties, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. I interesting mean, there's a lot of skis balls out oh, yeah. there yeah there's so many there are a lot and Maybe, you can't re- you would you report that or well you- i feel like that's what i tried to do with that doctor okay. and then that didn't go well but Got maybe it. it's because i don't know some company like they i sometimes i feel like maybe men don't understand what it is like to be a female you know like my yeah, manager time was a guy of course not so like yeah he doesn't understand like he makes the joke like already, i'd kiss him yeah. on the mouth and but like, like but dude i don't I'm want to like, yeah. i'm telling you i don't want to do that right. though like there's a difference like you're saying you would willingly do it i'm saying i'm asking you what to do because i don't want any of this right but he does i think ultimately it's a tough situation when someone has the keys to the yeah. purse strings because it's like Dude, it's your call. You can either say, but that wasn't my call. They told me like I had to call on them. Yeah, but ultimately it's your call. It's yeah. your life. Yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, I could have had the choice to just let it tank. It's your livelihood. But I mean, like then the company I was with after that, they actually did take him out of the territory. Like just kept it so that no rep would call on him. Oh, so they took. They it, can they do took that. It. Yeah, they some, can. Like, companies right. can do that. And then what they could have done is what like the last company did. And like this company said the same thing. So right now I'm dealing with, it's actually a female doctor, not in a lesbian way. Yeah. She's just very, she's not nice. Right. Um, and they're even saying, they're like, if you, like, because my manager met her and she's like, you don't have to call on her. Yeah. It's like up to you. And I said, oh, I'm going to give it one last try and then we'll see. And it's not like just because she's mean to me and she, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's because like it gets to a point where like there's no working with them. Yeah, so like with that doctor, like they would take him out so like his scripts wouldn't count against against me either. Mm-hmm. So like they could have done that, but they chose not to. Okay, so there's something they could have done. Yeah, they could have helped you, and that's why I was like brought him in, right? To be like, hey, th- see, I'm not just saying these words. Like this is really what's right. happening. This is my life, right? Yeah, please, please stop letting me get sexually harassed every day. Yeah, so basically, I was, I was like pleading with them. And just, nope. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it is like there are those. There are certain offices I dread going into. Right. And even now, I'm like the old, like an old rep. So. Yeah. You know, I'm not, not like. the young, I'm new not the, hottie. Yeah, I'm not like yeah. the cute little like 20-some-year-old anymore. Right. I'm like, they call me the OG. Right. Which is, you know, because I've been around in like Durham for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still like there are some offices like I either just won't call on or try not to as much as possible. Right. Just kind of hope they keep prescribing i don't even care if they do or don't really no i'm okay. at a point where like you know what it's all good yeah i'll do find, what you want. i'll find my i met yeah i think that i was newer at the time when that was happening right i mean he had a huge volume but it's still like i'm just at the point now where i'm like no i'll find the business somewhere else even if it means i have to go and like i have to work extra hard with 10 other doctors to make up for one other doctor's like scripts right. i'll do that i'd rather i'm not gonna put myself in a situation 
Yeah, you're comfortable enough in your yeah, own abilities. Yeah, I mean, I think I've done to, this now. Yeah. I've done it long enough to be like, nah, I'm good. You can not have, gonna, I'm right. not gonna You got boundaries. Like right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, cool. This is, you'll have to come back on and do this again. I feel like it was really like scattered. I don't know if I did that right. No, it was perfect. Scattered. It was good. Did yeah. It flo- I, just, I don't know if it flowed. It was good. It's I actually like, liked the middle part too. The when you talked about that kid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That I was mean, good. I even yeah, I've got a lot of them. I mean, my first pharma company, the car they gave me was I'm the only rep that they did this to. Yeah. They gave me a minivan. And it was like it was called a Chevy Uplander. I don't uh-huh. even make them anymore because that's how ugly they are. It was all white with this like black racing stripe. And I had a work dinner at boa in santa monica oh it's yeah on the ocean yeah really nice restaurant uh-huh. right steakhouse yeah yes yeah it's really nice and at that time i lived in huntington beach and i when i pulled up to the restaurant it was like really busy in the valet but i parked my car and the valet met me in my car took my keys have dinner and he brings the car back it smelled bad and i was like well you know who am i to say don't fart in my vicinity because that's what i figured it was just a toot yeah um, so I'm like, you know what? I was in a good mood because I just had a good dinner. Yeah. I'm like, drive home down the, you know, you get to drive along the coast home. Yeah. Windows down. I was like, this is great. But I got home and it still smells. I'm like, that's weird. Leave the windows down. And the next day, my friend and I were going to go hiking. We get in the car and we're like, oh my gosh, what is that right. smell? And we even thought maybe like, cause in Ohio sometimes like mice will crawl in an air filter and die. Mm-hmm. And that is similar to what it smelled like. Right. Like, something died. Like dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back and in between the, in the middle, it's just like two, you know, captain chairs and then yeah. it's like an aisle. It's this giant stain. And then I'm like, what? So it looked like somebody had tried to clean something up. It's like this big brown stain, but then up the side of a, the chair and on the ceiling is poop. Like someone literally diarrheaed in my in my car. So I, I'm like, ah, that's weird. Uh, so I called the restaurant yeah. and I was like, hey, and I was like, this is so awkward, but I had dinner here last night and someone pooped in my minivan. And I'm like, ma'am, we assure you no one defecated in your vehicle. And I was like, well, I assure you when I brought the van there, it was poop free. Right. When I got it, got poop in it uh-huh. and I didn't do it. Right. I got to drive around in that, uh-huh. you know? And I was like, I'm not saying that the valet even did it. Maybe like they left it unlocked and a homeless person did. Right. Um, and then it said, well, once you drive it off the lot, it's your responsibility. I'm like, oh. So then like, and it still leaves a lot of questions because there was also in between the driver and the passenger seat were like little piles, little poop piles, little, you yeah. know, back to the main explosion. And so that means like they were sitting in the driver's seat and they probably didn't have pants on because I have no again, idea. I've really deep thought this because I'm like, why would someone do this to me? I don't get it. Yeah. Because how would the poop come? Like, why would there be, you know, wouldn't your pants, if you pooped in your pants, it'd be in your pants. I, I have no idea. So they probably didn't have pants on in the driver's seat. Then maybe they realized they had a poop and then went to the back. But that yeah. was a smell you can never get out of a car. That is because you know minivans only got those like you only pop it open like an inch those windows like the back windows go right they move they just yeah it's like barely anything and I was like man I had to drive yeah I had to so I like I even tried baking soda and usually like when my manager would work with me he'd ride in the car with me he refused to um I tried like coffee grounds everything finally actually got in a car accident it totaled the car and then I didn't have to have it anymore Lord works in mysterious (laughs) ways so yeah I think you were right with homeless person. Probably. That's the only explanation. I 
I just know now I always check, though, just to make sure no one pooped in my car. Good call. It's weird Is that it you really, have to do I had that. To get the, yeah. I had to clean up myself. It was really gross. Yeah. Yeah. It was a free car, though. Yeah. You know? I know. Things are, things I know. are okay. Yeah. It's a free minivan. Even if there's shit in your free minivan, it's a free <laughs> minivan. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been awesome. You got anything to plug? <laughs> no. <laughs> what would I have to plug? I don't know. Give a shout I out to your mom. I heard there's a new really cool like comedy show starting in Huntington Beach at yeah, Centerfield. So. I did. I think Tuesdays at 8. Tuesdays at 8, Centerfield, Huntington Beach. Yeah. Or it's going to be fun. I hear good things. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen the poster. Yeah. The comics <laughs> suck, though. Well, yeah. The people running it, it's just, they're yeah. a little, you know, but That's right. can't change that. Uh, yeah, so come to that comedy show. <laughs> Say hi to anyone right now. Here's your time. Right now, I don't have, now I'm feeling a lot of pressure. I, now I just realized I don't have any friends. All right. I'm sorry. So, you had to come thanks. to that realization on the show. That was really hard. Yeah. All right. Well, say goodbye to All the right. people that listen. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. All right. Later. Later.